is your boy Dogelo Afrocentric Lahala. Back for the book series. We are still on the book abstract series and I am still reading the same book. My father, my monster by Macintosh Bolela. And we on chapter 7 and without further ado let's go right into it so in this chapter while the members of the family were sitting around it was around christmas they were drinking alcohol and they were becoming tipsy they were becoming drunk and as they becoming drunk they, sp- they began to speak and amongst the conversation they were speaking about was the mother of the young kids and the boy couldn't help but realize that they spoke of her in past tense he wondered then one of them said your dad broke our hearts by taking away our big sister. I was puzzled. Your mom was everything to us, one told me. Your dad didn't just rob you and Sinte of a loving mother when he killed her. He robbed the whole family of their favorite daughter. Your father's a monster. They wanted revenge, they said. They saw they would kill him if they found him. Even though so many years had passed, I had clung to the hope that one day she would walk into the house and apologize for disappearing and give Cynthia and I a good reason for abandoning us. All be forgiven and we would instantly be a family again, rescued at last from all the hellish home. I couldn't accept my mom could be dead. The whiskey was making my uncles hallucinate. I told myself it was impossible that my dad could have killed my mother. It didn't make sense. A part of me had started to believe that my dad was a monster. He was a bad person. But I couldn't believe he was capable of taking my mom's life. The next day I told my sister what I had read. She believed it instantly. She said, people called me Intandani, which means an orphan. She had thought nothing of it, but now my story made it clear to her. Our mother was dead. Sindley was just three when she had last seen our mom. She hardly has any memories of her. Mom was no myth to me. She was flesh. I remembered her voice, her smile. I felt her hug her love and her warmth. How could I possibly believe without proof that she was dead? There had been no other explanation. It simply wasn't possible. Then I remembered the day Auntie came, when Auntie had cried when I asked about Mom, when Mom was coming to fetch us. I remembered the looks my teachers gave me when I recited my essays about Mom. I remembered the people's words when they said we had no one to defend us. And I still hoped it was all a mistake. 
I couldn't see myself enjoying the rest of my childhood under the circumstances. I didn't feel I could get through high school still living like this. Still living like we didn't matter. And I couldn't cope with the responsibility of looking after and protecting my sister. I had failed already. I had failed too many times. If mom was never coming back, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure I had the strength to continue. chapter a conversation emerges between the uncles and the brothers and the conversation leads to that of the mother their sister and it turns out the father has killed the mother from what the conversation has been said but the young man feels and doesn't want to believe that the mother is dead. One, perhaps because the people are drunk and they may be hallucinating. But somewhere deep down within him, he believes that he knows that his father was capable of doing this. From the signs that he got, from the things that he had seen in the family, the abuse he is he has been enjoying him and the sister a part of him knew that it was very much possible that the father had killed the mother and his closing remarks in this chapter he says I didn't feel I could get through high school still living like we didn't matter and I couldn't cope with the responsibility of looking after and protecting my sister. I had already failed her too many times. If mom was never coming back, I wasn't sure I had the strength to continue.